Hi, this is Mike. This is Russ. And this is Matt, and you're listening to the Empty Spiral Podcast, the official podcast of the Lacunical Community. It is episode 85, and it's November the 4th, and we're sitting in Mike's house in Marple, which is not part of Manchester. <laughs> yes, it is. Hello, guys. <laughs> and we're on tour. Yeah. But we're recovering after a, a heavy night in the pub. <laughs> True for beer. Mate, it's return after download. Yeah. Yeah, on tap. In the Salisbury, Salisbury Arms, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Middle of Manchester, um, with Mouse and Andy and Owen and Wolfie and um, Becca and Sue and you guys and I haven't missed anybody. Joe, instead of Owen. Sorry? Joe, instead of Owen. Oh, no, sorry, yeah. Sorry, Joe. I mean, Joe. I mean, um, uh, Danny Filth Jesus. No, what was he called? Um, Yes. Joe the Jesus, dude. Yeah, Owen. Hmm? Joe Allen. Yeah, I know his name is now. Just... <laughs> Jesus. 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 <laughs> Jesus. Jesus. Yeah, we were there with Jesus drinking the truth of beer. It was quite surreal. You can tell I'm not fully recovered yet. Uh, we, we did have a fat boy's breakfast this morning. Mm. And the u- newly discovered... Marble gre- cat. Greasy spoon. That you said it's one from your house. Yes. Yeah. You no know, know longer knew, but you're... Uh, well, no longer knew. You didn't know before, I should say. But you're going to make it a regular... Might come out visiting home. Hopefully, yes, yeah. once a week. Right, yeah, so anyway, that's us. Uh, we've done a lot of driving, travelling stuff up and down the country. Uh, and I suppose the first part of the podcast today is going to be what we recorded in the car yesterday when we were driving back from Glasgow to Manchester. I think it's about half an hour long, and it's a kind of a review, reflection, thoughts on the tour so far so you're probably going to get another one of these maybe tomorrow uh, as we drive to Birmingham from Manchester reflecting on the show that we're going to see this evening but yeah we'll start there I hope you enjoy it A74M going south. It's uh, is it Monday today? I get it confused. is Monday. Yeah, it's Monday, and we're heading to Manchester. It's a day off, which is kind of cool, which means we're not going to do anything because that's what day are all about. And uh, we didn't really get much chance to talk over the last couple of days because every time we ended up in a place where we could have a conversation, it was really loud, like in a pub with music and stuff. So we decided to uh, to do it now on the road. So I'm going to be dividing my attention between uh, not crashing and talking, which means that Russ and Mike will talk in the mix. This is true. Well, best start off with the weather. It's a nice sunny day, yeah. driving through, where are we, the peaks or somewhere? No, we're Street, just, yeah, we're mountains. kind of south of, I think we're near Kendall. So Middle we're, Earth. <laughs> yeah, we're like Middle Earth. It's a bit like New Zealand. Maybe we've gone a bit too far yeah. south. Yeah. Uh, yeah, lovely day, as you say. It's, it's been raining a little bit. There's a bit of water on the road. Um, but other than that, it's it's really nice out there, and we're all wearing. Except for Mike, he doesn't have shades apparently. No, but no, it's, it's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses to quote the Blues Brothers. It is. <laughs> um, 
but no, it's absolutely gorgeous. I love this part of England. Uh, if you've never been to, we're in the Lake District, or going east of the Lake District, heading south on what is now the M6, then you should come here because it's a bit like Middle Earth, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. beautiful part of the world. Needs more hobbits. Yeah. Although it does have a surprisingly large number of windmills these days, we've noticed. A lot of windmills. Probably yes. something to do with the French, but we won't mention that. No, I think it's not the Dutch. Do you know what I mean? Not might be the Dutch. Well, whoever it is, they introduce windmills to us, and there's lots of them here. So they are on top of every, every kind of. I think they're a bit of a blot on the landscape, personally. Mm. Although I'm sure we need them for the purposes of uh, energy generation. But anyway, uh, so yeah, sorry, Russ, I interrupted you. I was going to say, in other news, after about five failed attempts, we found our traditional farm shop stop. Yes. We did some pie and owl shopping like true Englishmen. Yes, indeed. Uh, this is a bit of a strange one for me because we've been to Glasgow twice on this same route in the past, haven't we? Yeah, we to have. see Lacuna Coil on the same road. And we always stop off at the farm shop and buy it local goods and beers because it's really nice and it's it's like a service station on the motorway and I've taken pictures in the past I think you guys have as well we've Instagrammed them and I'm absolutely convinced it's not where it was today yeah I, yep. I think they've moved the hills somewhat yeah, some, someone's picked up the farm shop and moved it absolutely because <laughs> we in my head it was on the edge of a well, it goes there's a gap in a valley in a valley and that's where the farm shop is and the valley's now moved. Yes, and we were convinced it was quite close to Glasgow, sort of looking down on the Scotland from a hilly bit. Yeah. Um, so yesterday when we drove up to Glasgow, uh, we kept going into different ones, thinking it must be this one. No, it doesn't look like it right. And we actually pulled into the... Pulled into it and we pulled out. Because we weren't convinced. It was like, no, no, it's too flat. It was definitely a hill. And we were supposed to stand outside and take pictures like we did last time. So we didn't even go in that one, and then we just drove into all these other stations going, no, 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 no. Uh, and then we got to Glasgow and where's the farm shop gone? Someone's <laughs> yeah. moved it. It's finished. Uh, it's been blitzed or bombed, as you said, Russ. Yes. Um, but on the way back, we were determined to go to any fucking farm shop there was. So we ended up at the same place, which was the actual first place we went into. And lo and behold, it was the farm shop, it was wasn't it? So coffee, success. Coffee and cake. Coffee, cake. I bought some local Blake beers and some uh, chili nuts and loads of stuff. We took pictures. So that's that's our shopping trip out of the way. Okay. I'm glad we got that covered. Um, make sure I'm still recording. Yeah, I'm still recording. Uh, How many shows have we seen? Three shows? Two so, shows? Yeah, yeah, we've seen three now, haven't we? So we saw the first show. Bristol? Yeah. Bristol. Bristol. Open night. Yep. And then we saw uh, London. We did. And then last night was Glasgow. Yep. Which means that we're over halfway through, mm. which is quite a sobering experience. Yep. Uh, or at least a sobering feeling. And um, what's been a favourite show then? What's your, been your favourite show, Russ? Favourite show for me so far, Glasgow. Glasgow. Yep. And why is that then? Enjoyed that being in the centre of the crowd, winning energy. And London was also a great show. They've all been good, but the highlight for me was probably Glasgow. I just personally enjoyed it a little bit better. Obviously, we've got a fairly consistent set list. Enjoy the silence, who's back in the set, which seems to be going over well with the crowd. Yep. With a mass participation and sing-along. And uh, I think uh, everyone would agree that, again, zombies being in the set is another highlight. Oh, I love it. Love it, love it, love it, love it. 
I think it's absolutely, you know, it was a stellar choice of them. Now, we've said it before about Enjoy the Silence. And, you know, it's been on the set list for on and off pretty much since when Karma Clo came out. Um, but bearing in mind that this is, for all intents and purposes, a co-headlining tour with Motionless in White. So, Lacuna Coil are getting the same amount of stage time as Motionless in White, about an hour each. And that means that the crowd is going to be divided, it's fair to say. To put a song, especially in the UK, like Depeche Mode, like Enjoy the Silence, I should say, uh, I think is a great idea because yeah, yeah. everybody, whether they know Lacuna Coil or not, can get into that song. And it's really drawn the crowd into them. I think that's great. There's almost an argument it could be earlier on in the set list. Yeah. yeah. Kind so, of thing. So but, that argument, big talking point. This set list is spellbound. It's the second song in the set. Yeah. What, that, what do we think about that? That's freaking me out. That is. I'm, it's like back in the days when they stopped. When, when they started. Daylight Dancer. But, yeah, when they moved Daylight Dancer to earlier on in the set. And I'm All getting. Right, my, truth opening with that. Oh, that was weird. That yeah, was. I shouldn't yeah, do that yeah, again. Yeah. That freaked me out. I was. I got my coat on and everything. I was <laughs> ready to leave thinking, well, that was a well choice. The Kuna Girl set list. Um. Yeah. I'm a fan of it. I prefer it early in the set. I think it works better for me. It's got a lot of energy, isn't it? And, and I think it, I think you're right, it does work. I think it blends in terms of the transition between songs rather than you finish, you go off, encore, you come in and you reopen this moment. I think it works better flowing as a song in the middle of the set. Yeah, because it comes, you stay open with Trip the Darkness, don't they? Mm, yeah. And then it goes straight into Spellbound. Yeah, I can see that. And, it, and uh, they've got Fire on the set as well, yeah, which I, I think is a song that is Much works life. really well live, yeah. 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 Which is, I, I really like to listen to that. And what else we've got on there? Victims, of course. Upside Down. Upside Down. Upside Down. A good choice. Um, Heaven's a Lie. Yes, yes, Heaven's a Lie. Will we ever leave the set list, we ask ourselves. <laughs> and that's the only song that's, um, that's pre Karma Code, really, isn't it? Yeah, it's, yeah. So got the victims in the set. That yes. Stands in our way. Yeah, of course, of course. You can't not put that in at the moment, given that it's um, you know the kind of opening and song from the new album. Uh, it's, it's not a slow set though, is it? There's no ballads or even slowish songs other than maybe enjoy the silence. I guess you could. Argue. Yeah, it's fast paced, fast moving, and I think that's to do with maybe having the hour. So it's possibly. Yeah. But it works really well from start to finish. It's, it's not disjointed in any way, and it uh, it flows very nicely. Very enjoyable. Yeah, really good. I mean, it is, it is about an hour, uh, and of course we get balloons at the end. We do yeah. party balloons, yeah. which um, we've all put our breath in that. So <laughs> two hundred of the bloody things we're playing them up. Uh, but actually, it goes down really well. I think. It yeah, does. it does. It's, it's a nice touch. Yeah. It, it started off at the Bristol show. With probably about two dozen, maybe thirty of balloons. I think we've got Mouse to thank for this. His yeah. demands for each show, he wants a you know higher quantity of balloons. Yes. So he went from one hundred to one fifty to two hundred. Hopefully, we won't be at five hundred by the end of the tour. No, so I don't. Going to be a bit of a stretch. I don't think I have the effort for that. <laughs> My lips are all chapped, chapped, <laughs> chapped lips. <laughs> uh, but no, it works really well. It's uh, it's the final song when they play of course Our Truth which uh, is always popular and seems to get increasingly popular I, I really do think that it's one of those that, that is a closing number now that is 
such a highlight for a lot of people. Yeah, and you went, you went the show on a high. Oh, you? it's massive, high, isn't it? It's great. Yeah, huge adrenaline rush for the crowd. Have a new lighting design this tour as well. Yeah, so now Wolfie's done a brilliant. Now we're going to try and catch up with him actually next couple of days and corner him in a dark room and then ask him some questions. But yeah, absolutely. I think the lighting has been certainly as good as what we've seen in the last year or so. Yeah, definitely. It just seems to get better and better and better. I've said it before when we talked about it on the podcast, I don't think that people fully appreciate the lighting, but lighting done right adds so much ambience to a show, doesn't it? Yeah, and totally. I don't think you necessarily notice it, but you notice it when it's bad. Yeah, I think we're quite lucky because we go to a high volume of shows, we can appreciate and take in the experience in a variety of different ways, whereas if you're just going to perhaps one show, maybe two shows, you know, you'll be in the crowd, crowd participation, listening to music, watching the band, you yeah. might be sort of more involved in the moment and the, you know, the connection with the band, rather than sort of sitting back and watching the lighting from afar, which I... we can do in the balcony, but you know, you take in the whole perception of the show. Yes, I absolutely agree with you, absolutely agree with you. And uh, I, I love, I mean, I, I got some video in the London show, I went up riding really quite high. I got a couple of which I'll, uh, I'll put on YouTube and uh, I'll put on the Empty Spiral channel or I'll do something like that. And um, they were really good. And the lighting is all kind of, I don't know, it's, it's, it's just so cleverly put together. He's done a really, really good job. And when Mouse gets his solos, it focuses on him. And then it, when there's a note, when it's crowd participation time it rolls out into the crowd yeah fade in fade out yeah it's just really good and he even gets the Italian flag up on the yeah on the backboards so yeah really really good um what else can we talk about use custom mic stand in London yeah Raz what a brilliant job so um I'm gonna post some links up and I managed to grab some pictures in London he's put together a Sculpture. Yes, it's a it's a broken crown halo themed mic stand, and it looks incredible. He's cast it in metal. It looks like from the base, it's like a, a jumble of different um, chest pieces all stacked on top of each other. So cleverly done, and it goes all the way up. And then at the top, there's a light, and then there's the crown itself with the Kula Core symbol right on the top of it. It is incredible. Yeah. It's absolutely incredible piece of art. A lot of love and a lot of hours put into that. Oh, absolutely. It's absolutely. fantastic. It's, um, well done. And we'll, I say we'll, we'll post it anyway. I don't think you're going to see it every show. I think they're going to want to keep that special. Um, saw it in London. We didn't see it in Glasgow, did we? No. And it, but, uh, uh, Raz delivered it, as it were, in London. So, yeah, we've got pictures of it. That looks amazing. Merch. Let's talk about merch because there's loads of it, and I haven't bought it yet. And I, I need to before I forget. Killer new t-shirts. Yeah. But have yeah, she posted some pictures, didn't you? Yeah. Yes. So what have we got? We got um. We got the special Halloween one, which we were very fortunate to get. Yes, that's all that's gone. Start with that. They're, yep. they're done. Well, we've seen pictures. Well, I imagine yeah. most people listening to this have seen pictures of the Halloween shirt. Only a hundred available. Yeah, we didn't know that until the day, so um, we were very lucky. Yeah. To um be able to pick up some shirts as was everybody else at the show and anybody else cheeky enough to contact me and ask or contact any of us actually because we all took a bit of an yeah, order got an order yeah so yeah there you go you don't ask you don't get is the uh, lesson to be learnt there <laughs> those of us that sent us messages saying please pick up a shirt so we did 
So I've managed to fulfill all my orders, Same. as it were. So if you contacted me and you asked for a shirt and I said, I'll see what I can do, I did, and I'll be in contact with you to send them on. I've got a couple to send out. So, But that, yeah, other than the specials, there were some other really cool shirts. There's the Tour Broken Crown Halo shirt. Yeah. Uh, European Tour, I should say, uh, with the dates on the back. So that one's popular. I've oh, seen a few people wearing that. Proving once again that tall shirts are always good because it kind of gives you that I was there or that particular tall yeah. rather than something generically that I can buy off the internet or something. Uh, there's the Dying Rise shirt which has been available via the online merchandise site for some time. I don't actually own that, so it's another one that I've got out to my collection over the next couple of days with the wolf on it. Yeah. Got the zombie shirt. The zombie shirt, which was available online, that's really I really like that one actually. Yeah. It's all red and white with the kind of the zombies along the bottom. Um, really, really well designed, I thought. Uh, there's also a very, very new. Um, what is it? Victims? No. Uh, no nothing no, stands. Oh, nothing way. stands in our way. Thank you. Which is a hand coming out of a load of skulls. Hand coming out of skulls in a graveyard. And then there's a kind of girl standing in the back looking a bit scary. It's very similar to the uh, the Dark Adrenaline girl. Yes. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah, still around in the background. I wonder if that's something. intentional. I suspect it probably is. They've gained a very distinctive, set, very horror-themed, I guess. Yeah. Uh, and there's my uh, traffic information coming on, proving that we are in the car. And not just sitting in a wind tunnel having this conversation. Um, like a tunnel at the empty spiral. Yes, indeed. It's just, it spirals down into darkness. Or some shit like that. Anyway, um, big broken crown halo poster. Yes. New hoodie. Yes. I like the hoodie. It's quite simple. Yeah. It's yeah. just got a looking accord in the kind of uh, broken crown halo font, so that kind of gothic, gothic chancery type right. font. Yeah. But I like the back. Oh, we're in Lancashire. Go Lancashire. Lancashire. <laughs> right, there we go. That was our shout out to everybody in Lancashire. Uh, so, yeah, you've got that, and it's got the broken crown on the back. Does yes, which is cool. Again, it's only in white, isn't it? So it's nothing. So, I don't think it's sewn; it's uh, printed. Printed, yes. But I've seen quite a few people wearing it, so I think it's proven to be quite a popular one. I still prefer the the Madonna with the yeah the one you're wearing, Mike, at the moment with the, the sewn mouth sewn up. Yeah, that's, that's quite contentious actually. Yeah. I remember wearing that, and my wife saying to me, "You know what you've got on your back?" I was like, "No, like you've got a." Picture of Madonna with the mouth sewn up. I was like, wow. Yeah. I've wanted to work. Could have been a Cradle of Filth t shirt. It wasn't going to be, for the record. I don't know any of them. <laughs> it could have been. Then it would have got. Subject of merch, we've got band signing sessions this tour. Yes, yes. Oh, well, there's also, sorry, just one thing. There's also another bracelet. Oh, a, a red one. Red one. Oh, I've it's, not seen that. Oh, get with a program, Mike. Come on. Oh, well, I'm blinded by the amount of shirts that we've Yeah, oh, and there's a girly t shirt as well, which is the Queen inside. Tank top. Yes, it's a tank top. I was kind of, Similar, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah, it's a it's a girly one. Best. Yes, they still don't have any more scarves. We need scarves and gloves because we love it when they have and that. Beanies. Beanies are always great. Uh, Broken crown beanie, that would be good. And I still want them to bring back the doormat. And Mist- the tie. The tie. I've still got my ties at home. We want a back. doormat. We want a tie. And we're going to put the demand in for a workshop. Yeah, workshop yes. more than. Ever. Yes, we were talking about this in the pub last night when we were playing pool. It's got to be at least five years since Lacuna Core had any work shirts. Yeah. Hold this. Would people like a work shirt? 
Yes, yeah, and I think the answer would be yes, not that I'm preempting anything. I think the Karma Code Tour was the last one, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. so it's, gonna say it's been even longer than that. It's been close to, close close to, to 10, 10 years. Yeah, yeah. I remember that. I think I've still got my, my Karma Code workshop somewhere, hanging up in a wardrobe somewhere. Probably doesn't fit me anymore, but you know, but, but I have these things. And the, um, yeah, the, the workshop, I think, would be amazing. Yeah. Especially given that they're doing a lot on. They've always had the, a certain style on stage, and they've done a lot with Broken Crown Halo style. You could probably make your own because you can get on the online merch site. They're quite large; it's probably about four or five inches. The patch. The patch, which you can sew on a, a maybe some sharp sergeant stripes or something like that. But no, they should certainly do that. I think that would be very, very popular. Speaking of, we also have new band attire on stage. The army uniforms. Yeah, yeah, that's an interesting one, isn't it? And also, Christina's kind of bought herself a corpse bride type <laughs> uh, white dress, which she's Good. covered in blood and red roses, and he's been wearing that. And they've also been wearing not quite as much as they did. Cause, sorry, we, we kind of forgot. Although you probably noticed it already. But the Halloween show, they all dressed up and did full face paint and talking powder in the hair. Lots of token powder. Thanks, Teague, for picking up the yeah, token powder, by the way. Shout out to Teague. Yeah. Uh, the dressing room just smelled of baby, Johnson's baby powder for about <laughs> two hours. <laughs> Very white everywhere. And uh, the floor was so slick, you could do the moonwalk across it. And we did. Uh, so, yeah, the, they were covered in talcum powder. They, they were all dressed up. It, you know, they looked really, really great. But they've continued to do it. Not as much. Just subtly. Well, that's all right. I think it fits in <laughs> yeah. with zombies. Yeah, it, it looks very cool. It does, yes. Yes, it's in, I think they obviously enjoyed it and they enjoyed the crowd reaction. And, and it's kind of nice because it, it just creates a certain kind of style on stage, yeah. isn't it, really? Yeah. I like that. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so, um, yes, you were talking about signing, Russ. Signing sessions, yes. What do we want to tell the people about that? Well, there's no point advising people to do this because the time this gets released it'll be over ah, so there's still the rest of Europe there's any you're right I don't, I don't know if they're going to do this in Europe actually but I hope they will it's the first uh, time people to buy merch isn't it? it is yeah and it all depends on the venue and whether yeah, the security yeah. will allow them to do it so the idea is and I think it's a great idea is that if you are the first hundred people to purchase something from the merch stand and I think it can be anything so you don't need to spend a fortune um, although obviously we'd advise you to spend a fortune if you've not heard the, all the good shirts the good shirts that have been mentioned already and then you get a red ticket and that red ticket entitles you to come back at the end of the show so don't leave early you know when those balloons come down or when they start singing our truth please don't leave the building especially if you've got a, a, a red ticket then no more than about 20 minutes it's not that long actually after they leave stage uh, the Sometimes it's usually it's where the merch is, isn't it? Yep. But yeah, yeah, yeah. again, all venues are different, so your mileage may vary, as they say. Uh, the the band come out and sit at tables, and you get to um, get your stuff signed. So you know it's a good opportunity to pick up one of the massive Broken Crown Halo posters. Uh, we've been given out the limited supply of Broken Crown Halo posters that I've got. So again. Um, about to do that in Europe, obviously, because I'm not there. But uh, people have been there taking the opportunity to, to sign those. And I, I posted a picture yesterday of uh, my own signature, because you know, it's got to be done well. Not, 
my signature, though, we'll see that at the end. And yeah, it doesn't take very long. You get a chance to, to meet everybody and you get a chance to have stuff signed. Um, from what I can tell, not that I've done it myself, but people can bring along their own stuff. I think I've seen people with albums signed. I don't know if they purchased them there. Yeah, that's. I wouldn't, if I were you, take the mic and bring your entire collection of Lacuna Coil stuff to sign. Uh, it's, and you're not allowed to take pictures now. Just so that we're clear on this, I spoke to the tour manager um, about this, and it's it's not about them not you want not them not wanting you to have your picture taken with a band. That's not what it's about at all. Okay, it's just a recognition that if everybody, all those hundred people, have their picture taken, what could be a twenty-minute process at the end of the show could become an hour process, and this. This time is important at the end, and it, it costs money to do because they have to pay for the security guards to stay there for longer. Uh, as you know, at the end of a show, they're typically breaking down the place and getting ready to leave, and all these you know, there's lots of activity that goes on. So they need to make it quick. They need to kind of judge it so it's enough time for people to meet the band, shake their hands, get stuff signed, but don't spend time taking photos. So. It's a tricky balance, I think, because not everybody appreciates that about the whole photo. Um, but of course, if you are prepared to stay around for longer, then there's always a chance that you'll get to meet the band outside as they head to the bus. So. But that does require some patience, by the way. It's, it's, um, so be prepared to wait around, and there's never any guarantee of it, because depending on the venue, they might not leave the venue until really late. So. Um, but yeah, that's the, the sign-in thing, which is cool. Um, what else do we need to tell you? Support bands, we can discuss them very go, go on then. Go on then. Alright, so first up is Devilman, featuring Danny Filth of Cradle of Filth. What do we think of them? Uh, do you know what? I've not seen them, but I do hear them on the internet. And yeah. they're alright. Yeah, I've yeah. yeah. got no problem with them. Mr. Dyer caught about 10 minutes of them in, where was it? Was it London? Yeah, London. So, so sounds very, very similar to the Cradle, but yeah. uh, slightly softer, different take on the vocals, more melodic, I would say. Yeah. So, you know, if you're into the Cradle, you'll probably be into the Devil. There you go. Here we go. The Cradle and the Devil in perfect harmony. And then they're followed up by Motionless in White. And as I think we said a couple of weeks ago, you sort of hear the record, you see them live, and it's very much a modern day take on Marilyn Manson. Yeah. I yeah, I, to say. yeah, I think you're up, you've hit the nail perfectly there. Right, I think it's... Uh, they filled a gap when Marilyn Manson stopped, or went off and started to move into a different direction in his own um, career. Then they filled that gap. I feel, it feels like to me anyway. And yeah, fans of Marilyn Manson will probably like most of us in white. I am not a fan of Marilyn Manson, so it kind of goes over my head. I think I might be a bit too old, though, given the, the, the kind of thick of the crowd of uh, most of us in white fans who do appear to be very, very popular. So yeah, not my, not for me, but hey, music can't be for everybody. What about you, Mike? What do you think of uh, the support bands? Uh, I like the opening act, uh, Mr. Filth. It's as Ross has mentioned, we watched them uh, and they were very good. Motionless, again, not my thing. I'm a Marilyn Manson fan, but for me, they're, they're a bit too watered down. And you can't really top what's already gone with Mr. Manson, so that might just be an age thing also with me because I've, I've grown up with Manson, I don't know, 20 years ago, so shows how old I'm getting. Yeah, um, yeah. But definitely Motionless in White, uh, they seem to be very popular at the moment and they were very popular in the crowd at all the shows we've been to so far so I would certainly say if you go into 
um, the show, check them, both support bands out because they're, uh, they're worth watching to, and uh, let us know what you think as well. Yeah, definitely give them a shout as well. Yeah, um, yeah I agree with what you both said about the support bands actually. Um, but yeah, it seems, seems to be going okay right now, I think. I, yeah, I've yeah. enjoyed the, the tour. It's, uh, it needs to be longer. That's the only downfall. Yeah, for us. I, I think there's live music struggles these days to get the crowd, so yeah. not everybody's got the money to spend on live music, so it is a challenge. Uh, if you're seeing them in Europe, then you know, have a great, great time. If you're thinking about seeing them in Europe, then stop thinking and just go and go, do it. Go, go, yeah. go. Uh, and if they're near you and for whatever reason you've not bought a ticket yet, just, just go and buy a ticket support the band and you know go and say hello to them and say hi from us definitely and uh, yeah just really enjoy it it's, it's not a long show I think that's as you said earlier Mike we need more of it uh, it's only about an hour and again I always find with Lacuna Caller well, I guess like any band you like that hour just seems to go so quickly you know you, three it feels like four or five songs later and they're leaving you're like no come back yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Even an extra 20 minutes, like they usually do, an hour and 20 on average, when we've seen them in the past when they headline on their own, and that extra 20 minutes gives them quite a, a larger scope to play with, doesn't it? So yeah, it does indeed, yeah. The hour, as, as we say, is it, with it being a co-headline tour, it's lightning quick, gone in the blink of an eye, but that just shows how much we enjoy the show, so yeah, that's a good thing. Yeah. So anyway, our plans for today uh, is we're driving to Mike's house. Yep. Just now we're on the M6 heading south. We've got what how long we got to go? I don't know, about 60 miles left to go before we get there. And then we're gonna head into Manchester, grab some food, probably drink a few beers. Play some pool maybe. Play some pool. Badly. <laughs> yeah, Snooker yeah. Snooker with slayer. Snooker with slayer, yeah. yeah. Like shredding. Uh, and we'll probably play some more cards against humanity, which we won't be recording because it's definitely not safe for work. <laughs> uh, and then go up tomorrow, go into Manchester again. Looking forward to catching up with some friends. Yeah. And then go and see the good girl. And oh, uh, one final thing we have said before, we're going to try to get an interview with Wolfie, the lighting guy. We have to call him the lighting guy. Lighting technician, engineer, supervisor, creator, whatever it might be. Maestro. The man who makes it look pretty. Uh, and we might actually, I, I might try and catch up with Daniel. Yeah, yeah, he's, uh, he's, he's yeah, a really, nice. really nice guy. Uh, so he's standing in for Marco. If you've not heard by now, where have you been? Uh, he's at home at the moment, recovering from some uh, gastric problems he's had. Far too much hot sauce. So he's chilling out. Again, our best wishes go out to Marco. But uh, rather than playing a bass track, which they have had to do in the past when he had a bad arm a few years ago. But this time they've asked a friend and bassist Daniel to join the band for this tour he's, and he's a great guy uh, really energetic lots of jumping around and, and head banging and uh, yeah he's, he's a really nice guy and I'm hoping that we can maybe sit down and just ask him a few questions you know, see how he how he got involved in this crazy little family but yeah we'll try and do that uh, if we don't maybe another time anyway um, I think we probably run out of things to say so we'd rather than us getting well, boring you uh, we'll go back to what we were doing, which was listening to Mastodon. Sorry, Slayer, I get confused. Or was it Whitney Houston? I it's, it's a couple 
of interviews coming up in the next couple of weeks. Yeah, oh, thank you for reminding me, Russ. Yeah, so um, we might even be on, we'll probably put Andy's one next week and Christina's one the, the week after. So we've managed to do uh, two interviews, about half an hour, 45 minutes each. Uh, they are a combination of questions about Broken Crown Halo, as well as some random questions from people uh, in the pub, including the people in this car, yeah. as well as other coiners. Uh, literally sitting in the pub with us, go, right, write some questions down that you want to know, and then we ask them. And there's some quite an eclectic mix of questions. Both proved to be very interesting interviews. So, yeah, look out for those. And uh, if I don't mention it before, I apologise now these ones for my terrible, terrible reading out of the Italian language. Uh, I, I practised beforehand, but my brain just went to jelly when I had to ask these questions. So I'm sure there'll be certain people listening to this podcast just laughing at me. Well, you're allowed to laugh, so no. Um, anything else? No, I think we're good. I think we're good, aren't we? We're having a great time. Yeah, we're having a great time. It's, yeah. it's marvellous. Great fun, as always. And we do need to, we'll be getting a, a quiet place, we do need to review... Against You. Against You, yes, the second song. Uh, as well as obviously we've got the rest of Dark Adrenaline and then Broken Run Halo. So, wow, time is moving so quickly. Anyway, I think we're done. So, we are going to carry on driving, carry on listening to music, and uh, play pool, drink beer, and eat carbohydrates. Remember, stay slayer. Stay slayer, stay and slayer. Uh, yeah, listen to all the cool yeah. Bye. Bye. So there you go. One thing we've not shared on the podcast are our musical skills, specifically our karaoke, Slayer karaoke skills. Uh, there might be a video flying around at some stage or maybe just some sounds. Whitney Slayer. <laughs> Whitney's, Whitney and Black Backstreet Boys and stuff. Are you suggesting empty spiral shreds? Yes, I think we, by our very nature, we shred, mate. That's what we do. Shred it with Slayer. Shred it with Slayer. Second song from the Cunicles album Dark Adrenaline, and I have no idea whose turn it is to go first. Who's going to go first today? I think it's Captain Marple, but I could be wrong. Captain Marple? I don't know if it is me. Um, I'm not too sure. Do you want me to go first? Go on then. Do you um, want to go first? Not, not, not really. Alright, I'll go first. <laughs> okay, so, uh, with me, with me. With me is not the song we're doing. <laughs> just start that again. I just don't know what I'm doing today. Uh, so, against you, within me. No. <laughs> uh, nothing stands in your way. Nothing stands in my way. Oh, God, I like it. I, I'm still going to say within me. I just didn't say it again. <laughs> just can't get my head straight. Right, just let the people enjoy the silence. Tumbleweed. So, against you then, where to start with this? Well, actually, I remember the first time I heard this song, I just heard Trip of Darkness, which is a bit of a killer song, uh, as we said in the podcast last week, or the week before last, it probably be. 
and I wasn't expecting the same kind or level of kind of heaviness coming out of the next song. I don't know why. Maybe I was looking for a bit of a breather. But you come out of Trip the Darkness and you go straight into this, opening up with all the all the percussion, all the drums, and that kind of that almost military beat to it. It's all dun dun dun, dun kind of thing, and then the bass kicks in, uh, and then the song sort of takes full flight. And I and I thought, wow, this is a, this is a stonking song. And it is. I really, really like this song. I think it's got a lot going for it. Uh, I like the way that both Andrea and Christina sing the songs. You've got uh, Andrea doing the chorus. You've got uh, Christina doing the verses. And then the final reprise is performed by Andrea. I think the lyrics are very aggressive. It's not really a very happy song, is it? Let's be honest here. Uh, clues in the title, I guess. But it's got some great lyrics in it. And I think they both do a really good job. There's some good harmonies in the song as well. Not many, but there are good ones that there that are. I think the sound is sound is good. Uh, I think it's a quality track. It's a quality track. If I, if I had one negative to, thing to say about against you, I would say that it probably needs another verse rather than an extended kind of lead out at the end. That I feel that that doesn't add anything to the song other than length. If you see what I mean. And I would have preferred maybe them to play a bit more with the the um, an additional chorus or uh, an additional verse to kind of really give it that three and a half, four minute time rather than just play an extended lead out. Uh, but other than that, I think it's a really good song and I'm pleased that it follows Trip the Darkness because it seems to flow quite nicely for me. There you go, that's my review. What about you, Mike? What do you think of it? I agree, I like the percussion throughout it. Um, and it packs some punch as it being the second track it uh, continues on the theme of going through the album um, with a very uh, with a very good flow flow there um, I do like it as well but as Max just said with it being short I, I could see another two verses on this well, two, well. yeah yeah make it blimey <laughs> make it a bit of an epic uh, thing going through there um, I, I do like it um, throughout there. It's quite a sad, sad song, like um, like the end of a relationship or a breakup, or sort of like bitterness throughout. Um, all in all, it works well, and it's a shame it's not aired live because um, it would go down very well on the, mm. on the set list. And that that's just my thoughts on that. Yeah, we've not heard it live in the UK, have we? No. Russ, you said it was only played once in the We played once in the US, talking to um, Mouse, so um, hopefully in future tours to come we'll hear it somewhere in Europe. But yeah, uh, yeah. No, I, I agree with both of you. I think the, the key thing that I pick up listening to this song, as Matt mentioned, is that sort of military, military drum, drum beat at the start of the song, which sort of sets it off and it drives it through the pace. You've got heavy guitars, distortive guitars and bass, which just adds and continues that heaviness from Trip of Darkness. Mm-hmm. Um, it's just setting up a, a relentless theme for the, pretty much the whole first half of Dark Adrenaline. It's just sort of, as, as Mike would say, hits you like a freight train to the face. And um, yes, very big fan of this song. I think the, the pacing's perfect. I like the aggressiveness. It's got those verses and the vocal interplay. There's some interesting characteristics because you've got Andrea harmonising with herself in this song, which again doesn't happen too often. Um, and it's perfectly sequenced at you know the second place song on, on the record. So uh, big big fan of this song. Mm. Mm. I like the, the the lyrics in this. I think particularly effective. Um, I think my favourite line has got to be "You stained my life and painted everything in black and blood." Mm, very descriptive. Very descriptive. Very dark. Mm. And uh, yeah, really really good. I need more of it though. 
but not in the way that it is. Uh, I, I think that takes a little bit, takes something away from it. What I do like, and it kind of, this paints a, a comalized pictures for me, is in that last few bars of the song, you get that synth synthesizer kind of sound, as it kind of, doom, 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 kind of comes out, and it, that reminds me of the kind of music that we would have heard all those albums ago on Comalize. So there is that kind of nod of the hat, or tip of the hat, I think it's said, <laughs> all the way back to the old classic Lacuna Core sound on Comalize, and it, it sort of draws on that and builds on it. I could easily see this song being on Comalize, actually. Maybe slightly produced slightly differently, but it does have that feeling about it because of the, the way the lyrics work and just the way everything builds up. Really good. Numbers-wise, hmm, what would I give this? This is going to rate quite high for me, I think. I think I'm going to give this one an 8 out of 10. And I'm, I think I might be being a bit harsh, but certainly it's in that kind of territory. Somewhere between 8 and 9, but I'm going to go with 8 out of 10. What about you, Mike? I was just thinking the same thing, 8. Okay, Russ? I don't want this is a nine for me. A nine for you. Oh, it's still strong numbers. Mm, yeah. Strong numbers and we're only on number two, so it'll be interesting to see what the big number is at the end once we've finished Dark Adrenaline. I suspect it's going to fare very, very well. And I also think we're going to say quite a few times that this album has not got enough love. No. Live. We were only talking yesterday about them not having really properly toured it. It coincided with the the Dark Legacy tour, where they played songs from you know the entire repertoire, and as a consequence, I don't think Dark Adrenaline got quite enough love, and, I, and it's one of many songs that I think we need to hear more of. But there we go, within me. I mean, um, <laughs> <laughs> against, against, against me, you, against me, against, within me, within, within you, you. <laughs> it's knowing me, knowing you, uh -huh. against you. to a close this week on the Empty Spiral podcast obviously we've been touring so this is a little bit different format from normal if you do want to get in contact with us you can of course do so over at the Empty Spiral website which is www.emptyspiral.net for all your Lacuna Core fandom needs I just thought that tagline up which you think maybe it works <laughs> <laughs> uh, we're also on social networking sites like Facebook and Twitter of course and I'm not going to read them out because you can go to the Empty Spiral website and click on the links on the front page. That saves me having to say those few words all over again. If you do want to speak to us directly, feel free to send us messages via Empty Spiral or via any of the social sites. You can tweet us, you can send us messages on Facebook, whatever you post on our walls, etc. If you've got anything you want to share with us, whether it's a video, a picture of you and the band, then please do so. Uh, remember, this is our community, and by which I mean yours. And we're all working together to uh, build up this great coil of family we've got. So, you know, make this as much your community as anything else. And if you want to be interviewed as a fan, tell us about how you discovered Looking a Coil and share any funny stories you have meeting the band or going to concerts or really just anything. Just, again, get in contact with us and you can have your five, ten minutes of fame on the podcast. And wherever you are in the world, all you need to do is Skype, which is free, and then you can get in contact with us and we can have a chat and... Uh, uh, you'll have a lot of fun I'm sure so there we go 
Anyway, I'm not going to ramble on anymore. I'm going to get ready to go out into Manchester and we're going to go and see Luke in the court, aren't we, guys? Yeah, yeah indeed. Yeah, indeed. Yeah. So, until next time, folks, listen to more Lacuna Coil. See you soon. See you. Ciao.